0: It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and
1: 985 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host,
2: Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Radio. Johnny Radio. Yo, 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 welcome into a little Sports 56 happy hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, and we got a busy Monday, man. Holy cow. We've got to talk a little controversy. College football playoff committee, I feel like they got it unequivocally correct. There are tons of reasons I agree, Um, and the simplest one for me is, does anybody out there actually believe Florida State, without Jordan Travis... Or even with Jordan Travis, that they have an opportunity. To, well, there's no reason to even say it because he's not playing. Do you actually think that they'd have a chance to win a, a college football national championship? 14 point dogs to Georgia. They'd be 14 point dogs to anybody in the college football playoff, according to the boys out in Vegas. And Michigan's playing Alabama, and Michigan, the number one seed, is only a one and a half point favorite over Bama. Bama would be favored over Texas by four and a half and six and a half by Washington. So again, if it's the job of the committee to put in the best four teams, I think they got it correct. And again, this team that Alabama lost to, the September 9th loss to Texas was September 9th. Jalen Milrow was not the same quarterback that he is currently. In fact, Jalen Milroe has been playing as good as anybody in the country and his odds to win the Heisman while they are plus 1,500, I mean 15,000, pretty much know it's going to be Jaden Daniels. They're still the fourth best odds. And he's the future's favorite next year to win the Heisman. Jalen Milrow's been playing out of his mind. If you look at the top four quarterbacks right now in the college football player, Quinn Ewers, Michael Penix, of course, Jalen Milrow, and J.J. McCarthy. Best quarterback, you would probably say, is Michael Penix. You would put number two is Jalen Milroe And then Quinn Ewers and J.J. McCarthy, uh, interchangeable. This Alabama team is not the same one at the beginning of the season. They lost one game September 9th to Texas, who, by the way, is also in the college football playoff. So your only loss is to a team in the playoff. Your strength of schedule was the fifth in the country. Florida State's is 55th. And again... The job of the committee is not to put the most deserving team in. Liberty went undefeated. They aren't deserving of the college football playoff. They don't deserve to be in the Fiesta. To be truthful, I'd, I'd say SMU. They beat Tulane. They lost two games to Power Five opponents. They're better than Liberty. Did you see the line on the Liberty uh Oregon game? No. Well, I, I, I was hoping you did. I know I did. I think it was. I want to say I think it was 15 and a half. I mean, that's going to be they're going to dismantle them. But we're going to talk tons of co- like I got Jake Crane by the way who disagrees with me totally. Good. You a Florida State guy too? John I'm wearing a shirt that says the CFP is a joke. Today. Dude, this is this is so CFP sad is to a me. Joke. No, it's not because it I, do you want to watch It is unequivocally sh- a just joke. Just answer a simple question, John.
0: Are we no, tra- John yes, no, I don't
2: want to hear your opinion. I can I can listen to you from three to six. I want you to answer questions that okay. I ask. If Florida State okay. was playing Michigan, okay. who's going to win that game? I don't know. Play the game. Who are you going to bet on? Who's your heart? If Florida State is playing Alabama, who are you going to bet on? I don't know. Play the game. The line is fourteen. Who are you going to put your money on? I don't know. What did we talk? I mean,
0: Washington was a nine point nine and a half point dog, and should have beat Oregon by ten points. What are we talking about? A line. Play the game.
2: Dude, Alabama is not the same team it was. John, in the if two. this is how it's we're sh- supposed to crown so a championship, yes, this is how. It, then read it, Do me it should read be. Read what it says in the college football playoff. Look, John. Put look the John, best four teams. Look, John. I'm not saying they when got Alabama it, wins the national championship. I'm gonna laugh at your dumbass, John. I'm not
0: saying they got it wrong. I'm just saying this is not how you should crown a national championship in a sport. It's ridiculous. <sighs> This is not. This okay, is not the Maui Invitational. This is not the teams. Battle for Atlantis, where you pick the the funnest teams, the best teams to compete. No, the best. This four. is supposed to be the teams to decide a national champion. And, yeah, and, Florida and Florida State, State did no everything chance. they were supposed to do to get there, and we put them out because their quarterback hurt.
2: Did you cry? No, they, we didn't put them out because they're just because their quarterback. Yes, hurt. we did. Literally, no, it's because yes, of how we bad did. their offense looked John, the last if, two weeks. If against Jordan Florida, Travis was
0: playing, would he? Would they be in the college yes, football playoff? Yes, they platform? would because they would. Look so like they're a out because their quarterback's game. injured. I mean, that's what we're sitting here saying. Anyway, I'm going to argue with Jake Crane. I'm so this glad is the Jake most idiotic is opposite
2: from you. That makes me so happy. Conversation I've ever heard. Of you. If anybody actually, Let's get Jake on. I'm calling no, no, right now. Will. but if anybody <laughs> believes in their heart of hearts that Florida State could win a single game against any team in the college football playoffs, then you're smoking crack. And you don't know college football from your head or your ass. Period. You don't know the difference. I mean, th- there is no way that Florida State has a chance— with either Tate or the little kid from Lausanne. Or wherever he went to high school around here. You got it, Lausanne. I did, right? I was like, damn it. When hey, I said John, it, you like, know high really? school football. Said, hey, Speaking you're on it. Speaking of high school football. or boys! James Thomas Our coming to the studio today at 1230.
0: You're kidding. Coach Thomas oh, in
2: the house. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can't wait to see Coach Thomas. Uh, coach Thomas is the high school head football coach over at Houston. They just won the state title so we're going to talk at 12 30 with james thomas 12 o'clock we're going to do a little bit of hardenwood because it feels so good we're talking tiger basketball like i've been talking college football the whole time Eleven thirty, we got terry davis baby we're going to talk about uh, a few things that we saw this week like what happened with david jones down the end how'd musa c say he get no foul when he just jacked jaquan walton in the back of the head and why can't brown do anything for you that would be um, a question for a lot of Tiger fans. We're going to talk with Terry Davis about that at 1130. Now, I'm sure you know who Jake Crane is from Crane & Company. Uh-oh. Oh, you got him? We're, we're trying. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to him over there. And I was like, don't be like telling him what I'm already going to argue with him about. Let's not do that right there. We'll do that on air. But um, anyway, Jake is from Crane & Company. He's going to join us. We're going to talk a lot about the college football playoff. We're going to talk about some of the bowl games. We're going to break down a little bit of everything. No luck? No, he's on. Oh, you know my screen's down. So anyway. I gave you a thumbs up. I can't see everything. (laughs) I don't got eyes in the side of my head, Holmes. I thought you were were looking at me. Oh, no, I wasn't. But Jake Crane does join us now. Jake, how are you doing this morning, brother?
1: And i'm doing great why wi- wild last uh wild last four to five days for for your boy
2: um by the way i want to say something lady ballers balling homie dude forget <laughs> to bring yeah, it
1: up oh dude yeah it's uh the response has been incredible man i can't bu- i 97 on wine tomatoes with- i believe dude it's insane it's insane it's uh it's such an obvious thing, though, but but it's it's legitimately funny. That's that's the good part about it. So I'm glad it I'm glad it came across as funny, like that old old school dodgeball type. We need we need that man. We've been missing that.
2: That's the kind of comedy you need. Tell all the peeps how they can get it. You debuted on Friday, um, and by yeah. the way, you did your first yeah. red carpet as well.
1: Yeah, dude, I did. It was it was wild. Um, it was uh, it was a great time. I'm Clay Travis. Everybody was there. But no, we uh, we did a movie. Uh, it's called Lady Ballers. Uh, you can probably guess what it's about uh, just by the title. You can find it on the Daily Wire Plus. It's absolutely exploded. It was one of the uh, most-watched movies of the weekend. It got 97% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is shocking considering the um, the subject that it's dealing with and kind of the, the way society works, especially with movies nowadays. So you can go to Daily Wire Plus and stream it. That's where it's at. And uh, – check out me as,
2: the, as a car salesman. I uh, I think you'll like it. Dude, David Cohn is in this. Your brother Blades Bro, in this bad boy, hilarious. Jake. Dude, y'all are just killing me in this, John. And the other thing is is you know you're doing good. I think it was the Washington Times who wrote about how the activists are not laughing at the gender-blending comedy oh, about yeah. the transgender I'm athletes. I'm shocked they didn't like it. That's crazy. <laughs> I would have never
1: guessed that. It's funny. They don't like it, but it's got 97% on Rotten
2: Tomatoes. Exactly. That's the point, man. I hope everybody goes and checks it out. Not only has the uh, the best sports show every single day and plus you've been putting out so much content on the weekend man i can't even keep up sometimes
1: look you you know you you gotta grind you you know how it is and uh we enjoy doing it i mean god i've worked i've worked some i worked at a steel mill in the summer believe me uh i i much i much prefer doing this uh than that so i'll uh, i'll just keep going at this as hard as i can man
2: keep going at this as hard as i can but i gotta tell you something this morning you shocked me you like absolutely shocked me That you are like you just are so dead set because I know you um, are an SEC guy. People call you an SEC homer. I don't know if they can continue to do this by you saying that Florida State deserves to be in over Alabama. I'm I'm completely the other way. I feel like the College Football Playoff Committee saved the College Football Playoff. I don't want to see Florida State get dominated by anybody. They'd be an underdog by double digit points in any team against the College Football Playoff. Alabama is only an underdog to one team, and that's Michigan, who they play first. I feel like Bama has the best opportunity. And I don't think Bama is the team on September 9th that lost to Texas that we're seeing today. But you're all on Florida State. Talk to us.
1: Yeah, well, look, um, I, I believe that Alabama is a better team than Florida State when Florida State doesn't have Jordan Travis. Yes, that's obvious. But what we just did was set a precedent. That the regular season does not matter, only injuries matter. And injury to your key player. Let me ask you this: So, if you believe that's that, that's right, if Jalen Milrow tears his ACL in bowl practice, Georgia should get Alabama's spot or Ohio State. If that's what we're if that's what we're going for. Damn it, because I'm, I'm all me, about
2: the flex schedule. If something happens to Jalen Milrow, I don't uh, want to yeah, watch I mean, Alabama. If you
1: if you yeah, if you believe that, then you got You you have to believe that. This isn't if everything was even. Right, And it was a one-loss Florida State, one-loss – duh, you put Alabama in. It's obvious, right? And if you're just going to go on the Vegas lines, then why is Georgia not in over Washington? They'd be favored against Washington. Why, why, why does Washington I mean, get to play? Because in the they Army? are the
2: undefeated champ that's been ranked up there all year. They were ranked third. Florida, when they state, went in. Florida
1: State's been ranked. Florida State was ranked fourth. They kept Fort State ranked all, fourth all the way up even when Jordan Travis was hurt. Over the last two weeks, that's another thing. It, well, if the playoff committee this, would
2: have dropped them after the Florida game, if that would, if if they would have already adjusted it and brought them farther down, would you be a little bit much? I mean, would you be? I would much be more a okay? little bit
1: better with it. I would be a little bit better with it because you told us how you felt off the rip. I wouldn't have agreed with it. I wouldn't have agreed with it. But let, explain this to me. If anybody out there can explain to me how Florida State is is bad enough to be ranked behind Alabama without Jordan Travis at five yet they're good enough to be ranked in front of Ohio State and Georgia? No, that is something that doesn't make that any sense, to, to be
2: honest with you, because, because I none agree. none of it
1: makes sense. There's no sense of order. And people go to the criteria. Oh, it, the rule says that if somebody gets hurt, that's a factor. Yes, that is one factor. It, it doesn't also says say the, this the best is the, uh, the overriding factor. There's multiple ones. And Florida State has a better record against the top 25 than Alabama. Florida State is undefeated Florida in the Power Five. Florida State scheduled two SEC teams at a conference and beat both of them. Florida State won the conference championship in a Power Five conference. They check out more of the factors than the one injury factor. But if, if it would have said in the criteria that this the injury factor is the most important, it can null and void all the other ones, I'd be fine with it. That's not what it says. That's a bad excuse. Here's what it is. we We all know why Bama got in. Because they're scared about what happened against Georgia and TCU last year, which is sad, which is sad because you just totally forget TCU beat Michigan. Alabama was favored over TCU last year, and Alabama didn't get in, and TCU won the first game. So you can't just go off the lines because if we're going to just go off the line, right, and who has the best players, don't even play the regular season. What? Don't do it. Player safety. Why are we playing 12 games? Before the year – Take the teams, take all the recruiting rankings, put them together. You mix those with the NFL draft projections off the current team and the roster, which you can get before the season. You put them together. The computer spits out the top four. Just have them play. Don't waste my time. Florida State's players played that whole season for nothing, and it's sad. It's sad. Well, they're going to get an
2: opportunity to play in a pretty good bowl game, and let's be real, Georgia's going to wax them.
1: Here's the thing. Again, with – How many opt-outs are there going to be? Is Florida State even going to play? But we can't sit here... That game uh, here's to the other uh, that,
2: okay the I, I, I hear you're hundred percent right. But my question is though, is I feel like it doesn't just de I make mean, it didn't devalue the regular season. I feel like the college football playoff committee had to look at the whole season, and we got to the end. Alabama's playing better football than Florida State. Alabama just beat the number one team in the country, two time defending champions, twenty nine straight wins in a row, beating the brakes off of everybody. They went out there, and they were so damn impressive in the SEC championship game. SEC winners of five of the last six national championships. It would, it would be hard just because Florida State had a great season. And yes, they deserve. But when you look at the, the ingredients of Florida State and you look at the ingredients of what the, you have at Alabama, I feel like the better cake comes out of Alabama.
1: Well, well, I, I, here again. So the beginning of the season doesn't matter is what you're saying.
2: I'm saying it's not the end-all, be-all. I think a week set.
1: Well, so if the beginning of the season isn't the end-all, be-all, then how is the end of the season the end-all, be-all? That's why it's called a regular season. The ingredients are this. Florida State went undefeated. You know what a good team is? A good team is one that's able to overcome obstacles. You know, at Florida State, I know they didn't look perfect. I don't blame Brock Glenn. And by the way, Tate Rodemaker would be coming back. From a concussion. I mean, he he's was twelve or twenty-five with one
2: hundred and thirty-four yards in the game against Florida, and Florida's given up. Man,
1: well, well, Michael Penix threw for like hundred and twenty-nine yards against Arizona.
2: <laughs> True.
1: I mean, are we? Are he's, again? Common opponent. Florida State and Alabama both played LSU. Florida State beat him worse. What I'm saying is Alabama is better than Florida State. I'm not. That, that that's the truth. Georgia's better than Washington. Ohio State True. is probably be I think than Georgia
2: should have got in to be honest with you, but there's See, no there's me, no way because you can't leave out Texas. Matter. You know the thing is is this is an interesting argument because of how, where we're at, and here's what I want to kind of you know more change this a little bit. I've always said I'm, I'm I mean right now with the college football playoff committee and what's happened this week, I'm not a, I'm not for the expansion to twelve. One because I do say it devalues the regular season more because. You look at the Michigan-Ohio State game, end of the year. That is an elimination game, just like a playoff game. You look at Georgia and Alabama. Elimination game. Let me game. ask you
1: this, though. How can you sit here, and you know you're my guy, and we're just disagreeing. All the oh, yeah, yeah, way. yeah, absolutely. But, but, but. How can you sit here and talk to me about caring about devaluing the regular season with an expanded playoff when you just devalued Florida State's whole season when they went 13 and 0, won the conference championship by double digits and beat two teams in the SEC? Like, I don't, how can we talk about de- that's like me saying, uh, man, I really, I really care about climate change. So we're not going to do this one thing, but I'm going to get into my eight, my 18, my, uh, my, my big semi truck and drive around the country. Like, just nonstop. Like, to me, I just – that's my whole point. I think if I, – I don't want to devalue the regular season in any way. This is the biggest egregious of uh, devaluing the regular season with what just happened to Florida State. That's my whole argument, but continue.
2: sorry. I, no, no, I, I get exactly what you're saying, but I think you're missing what I mean is, like, this chaos I am all for. Like we, if, if if it was a twelve team playoff, what would be mad that Florida State is a five seed? No, we would not be mad. We'd be mad if Georgia nope. went and ranked ahead. See, so it, it, what I mean is by this is I love this chaos. I love the importance and the of the Ohio State game, the SEC championship game. I like this. Now that twelve team it expands to twelve. I don't know if we're ever going to have these type passionate conversations again about college football. I mean, yeah. we will, of course. But what I mean yeah. is, th- like, what happened on Sunday. That's all the whole world's been talking about. Yeah, well,
1: like, and and we'll still have arguments, right? We'll talk about who the 11th team is and who the 12th team should be, or maybe they should have been a 9th seed and not a 10th seed. But that'll never be about an an undefeated Power 5, you know, conference champion, champion, right? That'll be – it won't be as – it'll be as intense for those certain fan bases that are arguing either side of it, and it'll be interesting for college football. But this is a – kind of a, a nuclear bomb a little bit if we're going to be honest uh in the world of college football because it's something that you are either on one side it's so binary that it creates this conflict at a very high level in college football so listen as 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 bad as i think it was you know for the the sanctity i guess is the best way to put it of the game uh it was not bad for the pr and publicity for the game that's for that's that's for, for that sure
2: guy. And we have to remember this is a business and it is made for TV. And I feel like the, the you breathe, the more eyeballs are going to be on the Michigan Bama than Michigan FSU. Oh, and you know we what's gonna forget happen,
1: forget Radio. Yeah. You know, Bama's going to beat Michigan and then when they're going to win the Natty. You I know
2: what I was, I said that earlier to my buddy Dave and I was like, man, Dave, I'm telling, taking a bet right now. Alabama's going to win this national championship and everybody's going to be like, damn. Cause Florida oh, yeah, State exactly would not have a chance. Happened. That's what could well, happen. Well,
1: again, we say that we say we say that, but I'm, I'm I'm telling you right now, man, football is a different game. It is there is something galvanizing of, about what happened at Florida State, and they were able to survive it twice. You put them up against Michigan. I think Florida State's defense could stop me. It would be. I think it it would it would have a chance to be a very low scoring game, um, and a game that I think Florida State would still have a chance to be in with a guy like Johnny Wilson. With a guy like Keon Coleman, with Trey Benson, with uh, um, uh, Jaheem Bell at tight end, they've got weapons. Where Rodemaker, we've seen him, can deliver. We saw what he did against Louisville last year, and and you need experience, right, to get better. Like that, Jay, Bama benched Jalen Milrow because he was so bad. Like you, you need experience to get better. So I'm not on this. Oh well, Florida State would have just got murdered, and we we forget. That as bad as Georgia beat TCU, number one, that Georgia team is one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Number two, that TCU team beat Michigan. Nobody talks about that because of that 65 number, right? But that TCU team beat Michigan, a very similar Michigan team, maybe even better at spots. I mean, they had Aiden Hutchinson to, to the one that we've, we see now, so... I, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not ready to just go that far. If Brock Glenn played Florida State's not scoring, but Tate Rodemaker was going to play.
2: That is a, that's another, another fabulous point. One other thing I got to get to since we've been talking this the whole time, and of course we could talk this and we're blue in the face. I'm curious, what do you think about McCord jumping in the transfer portal?
1: Man, like I to me, it almost feels like he was told, "Hey, you need to go."
2: I mean, I'm that's like that's by, what the, by like the coaching staff. You, you're saying,
1: I that's what it, it's either one of two. Wow. things. One, he was told he needs to go. Or two, he found out they were going to the portal to get a quarterback, and he decided to leave. He hopped in that thing at like 6 this morning. Yeah. All right, He didn't just wake up and decide, hey, I'm going to do this this early. This this was something that was planned. It's for one of those two reasons. I think Ohio State's about to go get Cam Ward is, is what I think Ooh, is going to happen. Because they had to protect Kyle McCourt. Yeah, because I, 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 they had to protect him a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And they had to protect Kyle McCord a lot. I was more surprised to see Dylan Gabriel get in the transfer portal. And from what I'm hearing, Lebby. Jeff Levy, was his OC at, at, at Oklahoma, is now the new head coach at Mississippi State. That is a likely destination. And Shoot. what a coup that would be for uh, Jeff Levy in year one at Mississippi State.
2: I'm telling you, I think he's just a Levy dude. Like, he likes being in his system. Look,
1: Levy's Le- Le- Lebby's Lebby's really good. You know who else loves Jeff Levy? The Mannings.
2: Oh, God, that's a great That – I've been hearing a lot of – I just can't believe it. I couldn't see Arch leaving and going to Starkville.
1: I don't think Arch fits that system, Mm-mm. like with with what he does. I, I'm not taking Arch seriously running.
2: But damn, he does have a great. Dude. He he does get along with the pan, the Mannings. Yeah, Man. the uh,
1: the only way I'm going to get behind a Manning running is if Peyton runs for president.
2: Damn, <laughs> he could do anything. He could actually get that bad boy. He's like
1: checking Omaha about Ukraine. He's like, hold on, hold on. <laughs>
2: Hey, everybody out there, I'm being dead serious when I say this. Uh, the bet, like, you get tired of watching, you know, ESPN and Fox Sports 1 in the morning. Go to your YouTube, put it on Crane and Company. Uh, just not any commercials other than the ones that you're doing live for your, and all the booster club stuff. But I'm telling you right now, I think it's the best show out there. I watch it on my TV. I enjoy it. But like when my TV, a lot of people had Xfinity, that bad boy went out this morning for some reason because they were quote, working on it, Jake. But you know what I did? I just dropped down and downloaded the podcast and put my earbuds in.
1: That's why they call you the chosen one, Johnny Radio.
2: That's why. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No, I'll say one other thing. Everybody go check him out, follow, subscribe to Crane and Company, but tell him one more time about Lady Ballers. You got to check this out. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, like I said earlier, I appreciate you letting me plug it. Uh, The response has been incredible. It's a movie. It's called Lady Ballers. Go to Daily Wire Plus. Uh, It's gotten a crazy ton of views. The trailer got 13 million views on YouTube, and we broke all the records uh, here at the Daily Wire. It's got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm in in it. Uh, My acting debut, so you can either go see how good of a job I did or see how bad of a job I did, depending on what you think. Uh, But we had a lot of fun making it. If you like old school, if you like wedding crashers, like bench warmers, uh, it's it's that type of comedy. So, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate it.
2: Jake, thanks for your time always, and be blessed, my brother.
1: Johnny Radio, you're the best, buddy. I uh, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll be uh, talking to you soon.
2: That is my buddy Jake Crane from Crane & Company. We are late for a break. I'm excited because on the other side we got Terry Davis talking Tiger, Sports 56, ninety-eight five FM.
1: Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56
2: and 98.5 FM. Welcome back to a little Sports Fifty Six Happy Hour. I am your buddy Johnny Radio. It's a beautiful Monday in the Mid South. December is here. I put in the wrong rejoin. That was that
0: was a sports was a, time rejoin. I, I didn't even recognize it. I was like,
2: uh, I'm over here. I realized it right when it started playing. I was like, oh yikes! Uh, you know what? Uh, so that was it's it. a Monday. That was um, one of yours. That's right. I'm so used to putting mine in, and then I just accidentally put in yours. I'm That's sorry. all right. That's all right. Hey, just we're promoting today, three to six. Make yes, sure you sir. listen to Brett and. Bryant Dacus, three to six here Monday through Friday, but now it's time to talk with little Terry Davis. We got to talk about this basketball game, man. Damn, just slipped through the hands, slipped through the fingers. Matthew Morell and the boys in Oxford kind of actually took it from the Tigers. Maybe a little coaching down the stretch. A little Chris Beard maybe got the best of Penny down that stretch. I don't know. Well, as Terry Davis, he's the experts What's up, TD? Do you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. How about you? Man, I had a really good weekend. Malcolm had a pretty good damn good game. That yep. was a fun, fun game to watch. At halftime, first 10 minutes of the second half, I felt like the Tigers had that bad boy. And then that yep. sucker just started slipping through their fingers. Didn't get to play the final 12 minutes with Jaquan Wal- Walton. Musa hit him right in the back of the head with his elbow. It was a wild game down in Oxford. Give me a little breakdown. How did the Tigers let that one slip?
3: Uh, they didn't play defense at the end, and that's what counted. I think when they when they they they, they went up by ten, they didn't put their foot on the brake. They started making bad turnovers and had too many empty possessions. And they had the game one. They was in control of the game. They don't so. minutes in the game, you know. So they was in control of the game, and at the end, you know, these guys don't know how to play together and just just don't know how to close out games. And I think uh, JQ and I love the guy. I think he did. Uh, I think
2: he tried to play a little hero. Javon ball. Quinterly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that for those who didn't, might not know who JQ is. You know what I'm saying? And everybody
3: knows JQ and Memphis, <laughs> right? <laughs> JQ is only one JQ and Memphis. If your name was JQ before this season, it's going to take a backseat for the next twelve months.
2: <laughs> I dig that. Um, now I do have to ask though. Okay, uh, what happened to David Jones down in the final six? What was that? Well, I, I mean, what was that about?
3: I think that was a little bit of coaching of uh, Butch Beard, uh, Chris Beard. I think he just got, got you know, just didn't want to let him beat him just like he did Arkansas. So he did a little matchup, boxing, boxing, one denied in the ball. And you can't score if you don't have the ball.
2: That's the truth. And he didn't get the ball over the final six minutes. I mean, I, it was wild. I, I mean, he's our best scorer. It's been the best scorer for the year. In fact, finished the game with the you know the team total high at 22 points.
3: Yeah, he did. and had 16 in the first half. So they, just, they made adjustments on him to not to let him beat him. They were not going to put an Arkansas and be talking about how, how he scored 30 points and beat them. So they they're going to allow everyone else to beat them. And then with Walton going out, you know, it kind of worked in their favor because, you know, him and Walton are your most deadly offensive weapons. And, you know, even though Malcolm playing well in there, they did have a couple of uh, seven-footers and big guys in there, with Moose said the big guy. And they really were – protecting that rim. So if you're going to have to hit, you're going to have to hit
2: something in the mid-range. They had 10 blocks. You know ten, that?
3: 10 blocks. Uh, the team had 10 blocks. Yes, they did. But Memphis still scored 50 points in the paint, which is crazy. Yeah, they which is crazy. They had 10 blocks, but they scored 50 points in the paint.
2: And the Tigers have been a great three point shooting team all year long. We're three yep. for 18. That's 16.5%, people. That is not good. And then on the other hand, Ole Miss, who's been shooting 33% from the three point line as a team, shot 50% against the Tigers and knocked 11 out of a 22 down.
3: Exactly. So it was a combination. It's almost like the game two years ago where Ole Miss shot out of their life. You know, I think what it is is I think that with that Memphis game out there. I don't know. I don't go to all the Ole Miss games, but that energy on the Saturday afternoon. Was that
2: not the, one of the best atmospheres you've been into a college basketball game in a while? That was that was interesting.
3: It was a, it was a great atmosphere, and you got to believe that those guys bleed off that because they don't get that every night. Nope. <laughs> you know, they, if they don't get that on the Tuesday night. Like, you know, even Memphis, when you got 10,000 people in the FedEx form, it still feels good. You know, it's a good feeling. But, you know, to them, to play in Memphis, you know, even though Memphis... They look at Memphis as oh we can't lose to Memphis because you lose Memphis but they then they lose the Memphis oh they're better team they're supposed to be the anyway so it's, it's a cut it's a cut it's a cut so it's it's it, it's it's gonna be a good loss and it's gonna teach those guys how to play down the stretch.
2: It's wild to think now Ole Miss seven and oh one on the season they've had some really close games against some very average teams but man. Um, they got the Tigers uh, in what was a hell of a basketball game. Tigers seventy-seven. Ole Miss Rebels got them eighty to seven to seven. I was rooting for the Tigers so big. My daughter was mad at me. I was like, "Man, girl, I went to I went to Memphis. You went. To, you go to Ole Miss." <laughs> man, man, that's funny, man. But um, I do have to, uh, you know, a couple of things again. Um, JQ, I mean, we only lost by three in a game where we couldn't hit a three pointer to save our life. We had right. you know ten shots blocked. They played good basketball. JQ had his worst game as a Tiger by far. I mean, what was he um, like? Two for thirteen from the field. He he didn't. I mean, he couldn't. He was zero for four. I know from three point line. He was pretty bad.
3: Right. It was. It was really. It was really bad. You know, it's, they played a bad game. And they still should have won it, but it, it just goes to show you. And you got you got to show up to play no matter what. I don't. You know, they've been off for a while. I don't know if that had something to do with it. Two for being off for like a week. A you mm-hmm. know, you know. It you know, it's sometimes it's better to play a, a cupcake and be off that long.
2: Well, it was. I, I thought it was a great, great game. I think the, uh, the Tigers are learning some stuff. Um, it's not always going to be easy in a college basketball season. They played some big dudes down low. Speaking of down low, really, and I got an honest question: What can Brown do for this Tiger basketball team? Is is Jordan Brown ever going to do anything?
3: Man, I don't know what Penny has done. Everything. That he could do for this guy, you know, he put him to the bench to try to get him to motivated to play. You know, Malcolm go out there and I play him you know this is one of Malcolm's games. But you know, he plays a good, a, a great game against each other. Don't I mean? Did he start Brown great.
2: this week to try to give him a little, a little oomph?
3: He's been he's been starting Brown because he knows in the end of the day, in order for Memphis to go where they need to go, you need to you need to shop that shop that rim protector in there, man, and they will not, you know. They just will not do it, you know he has got to do what he needs to do, you know, Brown has got to buy in, or well, maybe he just don't know how to buy in, so we we got to figure this out we, they they got to figure it out because he's going he's going to be a nemesis to them going to Monday night life
2: man it's uh it's pretty dis i mean it's very concerning. I told you beginning the season, my man's out of shape. Right, you you heard me talking about.
3: Be out of shape or just don't care.
2: Doesn't care. It's one or the other, and if he doesn't care, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, this is all all she wrote for. Him. I mean, this is your chance.
3: Exactly, exactly. It's, it's crazy, man. It, it it is crazy, man. You cannot, you cannot, you know, lay an egg. This is when you build. This is when you build your. You know, your your resume up and try to get better you want to get better going into january and february and march and then april
2: yes you do now um we've been talking tiger basketball tigers uh you know fell 77 80 to Ole miss it was still a great game 5 and 2 on the season um uh, still very impressed with this team so far uh, their next game is on the 6 versus VCU that one will be on the road then they play the big one and that's Texas A&M man um, that Texas AM and game is going to be, uh, that's going to be tight.
3: And that's next Sunday afternoon, man. It was three man. Woo. They're like a good little road trip, man. And that's going to be a good one because, you know, Texas AM and is ranked and mm-hmm. that'll give mm-hmm. a Memphis another quality win. If they can pull that out If Memphis, they need to figure a way to get out. Uh, they need to figure a way to get out, uh, a, a a winning streak out because once you get in the conference, you know, the winning streak there don't mean anything. So they have got to win. Not only they plan the guys, but they
2: actually have to win the game. And um, one other thing about the basketball team, nobody wants to listen to me, so I'm gonna, you know, g- give this to you because everybody just argues with me. Mikey Williams reached that plea deal. By the way, best attorney in the country, Mikey Williams, attorney. Like, holy cow!
3: And I tell you, <laughs> man, dude? I told you. I told you at the end of the Johnny day,
2: Cochran Jr. Man.
3: I I tell you, he he might not be here in in November, but, you know, he will be here in January. And I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, too, because, you know, it's it's in the university court right now. Mm -hmm. You know, Penny runs the basketball program, but, you know, Penny still has bosses he has to answer to. You know, and people in Memphis, the basketball fans, they don't care about this young man's history because you know they just gonna go with the program because they all they just want winners mm-hmm. but the university has to look out for everything you know so you know they got to make sure no money gonna get cut off if the guy comes in they got to see how the boosters gonna like it you know the conference what the conference gonna say you know they have politics to deal with Penny just wants a good team out there and I don't know Mikey is, is going to be a benefit or a deterrent to this team.
2: So do you like what do you believe? Do you believe uh once he finishes all his community service and gets all of his stuff done, you you truly believe that he joins this roster in January? I, the only way he doesn't join the roster in January
3: is Larry bill bill said, Look, no, he he can't come. That's the only way he so doesn't So if do each
2: says X nay on the no no A is 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 a done deal.
3: Right. Unless Kenny put the super veto power on him.
2: Double dog dare.
3: You know, because Penny can't put the super veto power on him. Then it'll head to the president.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Wild so stuff. You know,
3: like I said, I like Mikey. I thought they would need him going forward. I don't think they really need him.
2: But he's if he was a 6'11 and could replace Brown, I'd definitely want him. But another guard right now? I'm like, damn, we got some guards, Holmes.
3: And I don't think he's a defending guard, too. And I think that's what really hurt Memphis on Saturday. Their guards weren't able to defend, you know, on those rotations and stuff. They just, they got caught up in the rotation because Ole Miss knew to move the ball around and around and around to get the open man, and they, and they were hot. You know, that's one thing you can't, can't you, you can't have a confident three point shooter out there. If you're confident, they're going to let it throw.
2: hmm. That is the truth. Now I got to ask you because this is also a very, very, very big story here. Uh, Memphis gets to stay home. They're going to be in the Liberty Bowl. A lot of – most of the people are very, very excited. Some people I've talked to are like, oh, man, I kind of feel bad for the kids because you want to go somewhere on a bowl game. I don't know if going to the Military Bowl would have been all that much more exciting than staying at home in front of your home fans. What do you think?
3: You know what? You know, in theory it sounds good, but going to the Military Bowl in Annapolis was just a beautiful place. Mm I used to up there. Going to Boston, it's a beautiful place. But not in the middle of December when it's twelve degrees outside <laughs> <laughs> and the snow's coming. And, and you know, but, you, it, it, but it's all beneficial financially for the university to go into the building. You know, this was it. There was a perfect storm for the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. The Liberty Bowl needs the ticket sales because all this money is going into trying to help the stadium renovation, and every penny counts. And instead of losing probably a million or a million and a half dollars going somewhere. They probably make two million dollars by staying in the bowl and not going anywhere.
2: Well, that is definitely a good thing.
3: Yeah, it is. It's, you know, and the players will get over it. They'll get over it because it's not like they're not going to do anything. They'll probably go to top golf or do something different. You know, have some bowling at it. You know, bowling events and stuff. They
2: and They're going to get some good swag, right?
3: They still get the swag. They still get that 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 that, 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 that mystery gift.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Mystery. Yeah, but gift. some of
3: them have them shopping free where they go to a, a hotel room and they just shoot like they have thirty minutes to go and just get the shopping free. You like know, they never like supermarket it. suite. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And they just go and get it and some of them it set it up and look, here's a five hundred dollar gift card. I don't know if I want a five hundred dollar gift card or just going in their suite to get the, the those items that are really, really nice.
2: Alright, so um Tigers, they're gonna be staying at home for the Liberty Bowl. Uh, everybody should be excited, at least I know I am. Uh do have to ask you, though, did the college football playoff get it correct in your opinion?
3: Uh, you know what? No matter what way they went, somebody was going to be pissed off. And True that. And you know what? If and- you're going to take, if
2: no matter what you're going to piss off half the people, why don't you give them the better game, right? Exactly.
3: And you know what makes it so bad about it? <laughs> this is karma before. The ACC said no to the 12th team playoff this year. So if they had said yes, about three years ago, to the twelve teams
2: to play damn.
3: off, they wouldn't have that problem. Oh, in the, the Pack Ten, saying no because they were pissed off that everybody was leaving their conferences, and then they decided to do this. Now it came back to bite them in the butt,
2: dude. That's a, you're the first person I've heard say that. I got to say that is a damn good take, and I didn't even think about that. It's, I completely forgot about they that. They
3: were against it. They want. They, they didn't want it because you know they couldn't. They had that that granted right deal that no one can leave. And the Pac-12 was so mad that everybody was thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Over those vetoed the, the the 12 team playoff this year, and who's gonna benefit? The, who's gonna get hurt the most? The Pac-12 and you the,
2: know, a- the ACC got hurt the worst this year too.
3: Yes, because <laughs> they, they got an undefeated champion so left out. Karma comes back to you when you don't. When you don't do you don't do right by me, we ain't gonna do right by you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is a beautiful boy. Terry, do me a favor. Tell where all the people can find you. You know you can find him on Twitter at TerryD515. You know you can find him right here every single Monday. You can read his stuff at the Tri-State Defender, the new Tri-State Defender. Um, where else, man? What else are you doing? Where are you going to be?
3: Brooke Haven, hanging out with Penny tonight for his show.
2: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right.
3: Uh, you know where you can find me, man. You already told everybody where it is, man. As, as always, man, it's a pleasure talking to you,
2: man. Hey, man, be blessed. Enjoy, uh, Enjoy this time of year, and we'll do it again next Monday, brother. Holla. That's my buddy, Terry D. Got to remind you also, it's almost lunchtime. Are you hungry for lunch? I know I could eat some Central Barbecue. woo hoo hoo You know what's so cool? You, if, you, if you want some Central Barbecue, you know that anybody around this, t- like in anywhere that you are, if you can hear my voice there's a central barbecue right by you you downtown they got you covered midtown they got you covered over on central what about summer north north got you how about out east they got one on poplar and even down in south haven that's right so if you want some barbecue nachos some smoked weed sausage cheese plate pulled pork sandwiches pulled chicken man i'm telling you central barbecue is the best and if you're doing ribs Man, you don't even think about going anywhere else because smoke is their sauce. It's Central Barbecue, best ribs in the world. If you want to do something cool for Christmas, why don't you ship them barbecue ribs anywhere in the country to somebody you love because you know they ain't getting ribs like they make them at Central Barbecue. Smoke is their sauce. We got to take a quick time out. We got a little Hardwood coming up soon. We also got James Thomas, Houston High's state champion football coach. They won 24-9 yeah, they over did. Oakland. Yeah, they did. In the pouring rain, John, what a game. Oakland talked so much
0: trash. Uh-huh.
2: How you like us now, East Tennessee? Please. I tell them, John. Come on now. We got the champs coming up at 1230. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98, 5FM.
1: We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ.
2: Source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning.
1: Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again,
0: Johnny Radio.
2: Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus all day long, all day strong. We talk college football playoff committee. Their final four, one Michigan, two Washington, three Texas, and four Alabama. Florida State left out 13-0, and 55th strength of schedule, Bama fifth. Beat four top 25 teams, two Florida States, two, and again, Florida State did lose Jordan Travis, their all-world quarterback. Well, Alabama's looking bad to the bone and just beat Georgia's face in the SEC championship game. And a crummy Florida State could barely get past Louisville. That was the worst, worst championship game I've seen in a long damn time. And let's also not forget, man. Have you looked at the ACC? Do you know the the, the final rankings for the ACC? Do you know who like the best teams were in the the ACC? Florida State, of course, won. Louisville. A three loss team is the second best team. NC State also a three loss team. Georgia Tech is their fourth best team. They're six and six on the season. Virginia Tech, their fifth best team, six and six on the season. Then you have Clemson, who's eight and four, and you say, well, John, how are they ranked higher? Well, Clemson went four and four in conference, while Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech went five and three in the ACC. Tar Heels, four and four. I mean, this is just pitiful. ACC is pitiful. And again, as Terry Davis said, it's karma for voting against expansion into the 12 team playoffs this year i kind of like it also love the fact that dacus came in here today with the college football playoff committee It's a joke
0: it is beautiful it It is
2: beautiful it gives great fodder for people to go back and forth um i love this it's made it extremely interesting now we uh, have talked a lot of college football but i also said there's some other news you know the transfer portal is getting hot yeah it is I mean, this is crazy to me, man, Dylan Gabriel's their transfer portal, sure Oklahoma did. sooner has one year left. Mm-hmm. You know, is it because of Jeff Levy leaving Oklahoma and going to Mississippi state? Didn't he follow him from Central Florida to Oklahoma and then Oklahoma over now, possibly to Mississippi state? That is correct. Wow, he loves him some levy. I'm blaming him. He's like well,
0: I guess he was was he there before he was there before Levy went to Oklahoma, right?
2: or no, when Levy went to Oklahoma. He, he left Central he Florida to, okay. and went okay. to I Oklahoma. See. I see. So yeah, he's been the little he's been the man in charge with Levy sure since since he's been there. Um but man, transfer portal, not only is Dylan Gabriel in that bad boy, Kyle McCord, Ohio State quarterback, jumped in that bad boy. And again, I think this is fascinating. Again, this is a guy through for over three thousand yards, completed sixty five percent of his passes, waited two years behind CJ Stroud, top twenty one. Overall football player for the class of 2021, and he's bouncing. Only loss in his college career is against Michigan. That's tough. And again, Jake Crane said this morning the only reason he believes he actually entered the portal and he did it about 6 o'clock this morning is because he feels like Ryan Day and that staff maybe said, hey, we're bringing in somebody else. Maybe a Cam Ward from Washington State. Cam Ward can do it with his legs and his arm be interesting to see ryan day's got to do something three years in a row losing to michigan he loses a four year four times in a row i can promise you being his record is what like 73 and six or something yeah something like that it's some crazy record Mm -hmm. his record against like the top 10 teams is crazy good as well except for he can't get the big one and that would be when they play oh michigan that's right but i mean i think i think ohio state's could would
0: be a destination for any top quarterback in the transfer portal just because of the receivers that they bring in year in and year. Oh
2: goodness gracious that is the dead gum truth. Man, we gotta talk a lot about the NFL. We hadn't even touched the NFL. 49ers, did you know what they did? They pulled Ooh. out the pimp hand and said, Wow What did the five finger five fingers say to the face? I'm telling you, it was just Whoo-hoo-hoo. man, we got a, we got a little wood on the other side. We got some NFL and don't forget, we got Ben Bennett, we got James Thomas. Houston won the state championship this Saturday night. They beat Oakland twenty-four to nine. We're gonna talk with them at twelve thirty. I'm fired up about that, but I'm also fired up because I'm gonna look so good. Because guess who's at Frontier Western Store? That'd be my girl Chas. It's right fifty-eight eighty Goodman Road, down in Olive Branch. She's checking out all the gear for me. They got Western boots, work boots, dress boots, cowboy boots. They got all the boots. They got the jeans. They got the shirts. They got the hats. They don't just have it for you and me. They got it for your kids. They got it for your ladies because they have a ladies boutique. They got a great children's department. They got it all at Frontier Western Store. Again, 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch or online at FrontierWesternStore.com. Check it out. They ship their order out within 24 hours. Bing, bang, boom. You got your gear. On the other side, a little bit of wood, NFL, and the state champs, Sports 56985 fm